Welcome back, everybody. Like always, this is Bruno, your friendly neighborhood podcaster, streaming to you straight from New York City. Listen, I want to thank everybody. The month of March 2023 has surpassed every single month in Bruno Explains It All history in streams and downloads in a single month, right? Of course. So, guys, I want to thank y'all. Y'all are streaming, y'all listening, but I need some of y'all to stop, follow, and subscribe. It's a free 99 and would mean the world to me as a subscriber you will get reminded every time a new episode drops there's even an option to choose to have them automatically downloaded to your devices amazon spotify apple Podcasts, Deezer, google did you know as well when you google the show bruno explains it all you will find our cover art it comes up literally next to a whole bunch of pictures of we don't talk about bruno Super shout out, of course, to my hometown, New York City, who keeps coming back. North Carolina is really big, and Texas as well. Thank you. They're usually always the first cities that I come through and download. I get the reviews, I get the streams, and stuff like that. We are also doing pretty good in India, so thank you, brothers and sisters in India. Thank you so much for your continued support. Alrighty, we are back. I hope you enjoy those last two songs that we just played for all of my Spotify listeners. We played Jai Ho and we also played Addictive by True Hurts. So let's get into it. Creed 3 actor Jonathan Majors was arrested and charged with strangulation, assault, and harassment, according to a police report last week. An NYPD detective told Fox News Digital that he was transported to Manhattan Central Brooklyn on Saturday. But he is maintaining his innocence. He still is, as he should if he didn't do anything wrong. Priya Caldry, Majors' criminal defense lawyer, told Fox News Digital Jonathan Majors is completely innocent and is provably the victim of an altercation with a woman he knows. We are quickly gathering and presenting evidence to the district attorney with the expectation that all charges will be dropped imminently. This evidence includes video footage from the vehicle where apparently this episode took place. Witness testimony from the driver and others who both saw and heard the episode. Most importantly, two written statements from women recanting these allegations. The statement continued. All the evidence proves that Mr. Majors is entirely innocent and did not assault her whatsoever. Unfortunately, this incident came about because this woman is having an emotional crisis for which she was taken to a hospital yesterday. The NYPD is required to make an arrest in these situations and this is the only reason Mr. Majors was arrested. We expect these charges to be dropped soon, the statement concluded. He was arrested this past Saturday, um, last Saturday on March 25th. And since then, he has dropped um, some text messages from the woman and like in the text messages, She's like telling him, you know, I'm so sorry. It was a mistake. I'm explaining everything to the judge. I'm relying messages to the judge. Hopefully this will clear everything. I'm so sorry. I just came out of the hospital. Things of that nature. Does she, was she having a mental breakdown? We don't know. I I don't know her medical records. I do not care enough to know. That is not my personal business. They are HIPAA laws. If you don't know what HIPAA laws is, you should really Google it and know your rights in the medical field. They are HIPAA laws. So, yeah, that's none of our business. We just know that Mr. Majors, who just, he has that hit movie, Creed 3, just came out, right? Well, he's in a bit of hot water because of this situation. Hopefully, if he is innocent, um, the charges will be dropped. 
Alrighty, so I had this segment, right, where I was going to break down into detail Gwyneth Paltrow's testimony for that ski lawsuit that she had. And she and eventually ended up winning. Congrats to her. Even though this whole case was um, bonkers, right? But I still wanted to share it, even though in the last episode we said that she was, you know, found it not found innocent and not at fault of the accident. Right? When Gwyneth Paltrow, she, when she took the stand and maintain her innocence in the whole ski debacle she eventually compared the entire idea to sexual assault so i want to read you exactly her quote what she said in court she said this so that was a quick thought that went through my head when i was trying to reconcile what was happening two skis came between my skis forcing my legs apart and then a body pressed against me my brain was trying to make sense of what it is of what is happening I thought, is this a practical joke? Is someone doing something perverted? My mind was going very, very quickly, and my mind was trying to assert ascertain what happened. Paltrow noted that it felt like they were spooning when the two fell to the ground. She also emphasized that she wasn't claiming she was sexually assaulted, but that's one of the things that went through her mind when it happened. A lot of people have been reading her to a filth, especially um, Miss Candace Owens. If you do follow her, you should check out that episode where she's talking about the Gwyneth Paltrow lawsuit. It literally had me in stitches. I'm sorry. Candace says something to the effect like, um, she was like, yeah, because someone must be an extraordinary skier to be able to ski down a slope, get behind someone, and physically rape them while they're skiing. So she was like, why would that even play in your head? right but then we can't forget about the doctor he's a fucking weirdo too he had witnesses going up to the stand saying that oh he was a very high functioning high energy person every day he was doing a lot of things meeting groups wine tasting skiing volunteering but after his accident he deteriorated abruptly and many of the activities that he used to do he stopped doing like for the most part he normally could you know handle multiple projects at once but he would sit there and focus very hard on one task he would go to a home depot for example and forget why he was there he also experienced a worsening of his depression so he already had depression and because of the accident his depression got worse verbiage is key guys you got to listen to what people are saying and so he continues this witness continued and says those are very typical hallmarks of someone who had a traumatic injury his attorney claimed during witness testimony that Sanderson's relationship with his girlfriend at the time and his daughters changed after the accident. Because this one accident that you fell, okay, you, okay, I understand if you got severely injured, when older people fall, it could be a simple fall, they can break a hip, they, you know, my grandma fell one time and it wasn't like some crazy fall god rest her soul um but when she did fall she ended up busting um her mouth open and and hurting herself and remember she wanted to call one eight cantazo so all my spanish listeners literally grandma wanted me to call one ochocientos cantazo anyway continuing with the case his daughter polly grasham polly grasham testified that she realized something was terribly wrong with her father more than one year after the collision so it took a year for you to notice these things these changes his processing speeds she has said were slower and the effort that it took definitely when we were in person i felt like wow i almost expected drew to be coming out of his mouth because he was not engaged with anyone and had taken himself to a remote corner you know they also said that he had brain damage 
I would like to speak to a doctor. If there's any doctors that listen to this show, I mean, I'd be com- extremely honored if doctors listen to this show. But if there's any doctors that listen to this show, if you don't mind writing to Bruno and Claims It All at gmail.com and letting me know if after brain damage, d- d- can someone at least um be able to testify in court and remember even details of a year before? Like, why would why would his testimony even count if he had brain damage? His daughter also explained that her father belittled her daughter while attempting to close the door of a honda odyssey as they were taking children to a dance shop oh the door wouldn't close and her daughter tried to explain to sanderson that her mom could fix the issue he screamed at her the oldest daughter of sanderson also claimed that the experience damaged her father's relationship with his granddaughter i got in the front door and i looked back on my little oh she's i got in the front door and i looked back on my little my little daughter and she's just red cheek and her tears are streaming down her eyes and she's just so belittled and made to feel like she's stupid it was so awful awful experience and i've never known my dad raise his voice or scream a little or do those type of things it was just un- uncharacteristic of him but plot twist to the case if you didn't follow it you know there's always a plot twist and we love a good plot twist when the retired optometrist took the witness stand he was questioned about comments he told his daughter that he was quote-unquote famous after the ski accident terry sanderson 76 years old took the stand during the trial that he was seeking $300,000 in damages and had sent an email to his daughters with the subject line, I'm famous, hours after the accident. He admitted that he didn't pick his words well, but insisted that he was simply trying to add some levity to the serious situation and keep his daughters informed about what had happened to him. My head was scrambled. All I was trying to do was desperately communicate with my kids before they heard from someone else, he said. I didn't pick my words well, and it was not at all how I felt. He also added, I was really trying to add some levity to a serious situation, and it backfired. Little did I know this is where we'd be. He insisted when he discovered who the accident involved he did absolutely not think it was cool absolutely not that's not who i am he had said i'm not into celebrity worship so i didn't care at that point he testified but under cross-examination paltrow's attorney pulled up mr sanderson's deposition where he said yes i guess when asked if he thought it was cool to have a crash with a celebrity i don't remember saying that all of a sudden well he's 76 and quote-unquote has brain damage how is he supposed to remember what he said the year before he agreed that the I'm famous comment was misguided, blaming it on the other personality, inhibiting my body right now. You see what I'm saying? And you blame Gwyneth Paltrow for that? Ask Paltrow's attorney? Yes, absolutely. Paltrow's legal team also sought to pick holes in other aspects of Mr. Sanderson's testimony in that trial and how it deferred to a deposition he gave three years ago again how's this man 76 years old if if he supposedly had brain damage how's he even on the stand trying to remember what he said three years ago in the deposition one of her defenses one of like the things that they brought up was that he had um given a different weight and height for himself lord uh, guys, I, I think this is why Gwyneth ended up winning. They're both weirdos. They're both crazy. And yeah, end of story. She won. Uh, but I thought that was a funny thing that she compares this accident to sexual assault. That's like someone hits me in the back with a vehicle. That's like me in a, in a car. And someone hits me, tails me from the back. And I'm like, oh, they came behind me so fast and ran right into my car. And it felt like they rammed into my ass. I wasn't sure if it was a perverted, if it was someone doing something perverted. Like, that is so fucking weird. 
let's move on. Let's cut to a break. Alrighty, we are back, and I'm super sad to be reporting um, about this. Three months after proposing, Becky G's fiance, Sebastian L., because I do not want to chop up his name. I really don't know how to pronounce it. They seemingly admitted to cheating on the shower singer via a lengthy apology. Over the last few weeks, during a moment I regret deeply, a 10-minute lapse in judgment resulted in an extortion plot, the soccer player 30 wrote via Instagram on Monday, March 27, days after a fan claimed to have proof that he was unfaithful to the Power Rangers star. She's 26 years old, by the way. Since this person did not get what they wanted, it has now become a public social media spectacle filled with more lies than any truth and false posts aimed at the love of my life. The one person who I should never have taken for granted or put at risk. The drama, however, served as a wake-up call for the FC Dallas star who referred to the fallout as the loudest alarm of my life. The cheating rumors surfaced last week when an Instagram user claimed that Sebastian had a moment with a woman while out at a club in Madrid last year. The social media user alleged that they had receipts of the affair including video, audio, text, and more. I can't keep running from my demons, he said. I know that any actions made that put us here should have never happened to begin with. Pushing right up to the very boundaries of lines that, sh that should never have been crossed only hurts me and the people I love most. The athlete, who shared that he had been half-heartedly participating in therapy, told his followers that he decided to commit myself to a mental wellness program to work on the parts of me that deeply need healing. Specifically, he revealed that he struggles with deeply rooted anger and mental health issues. Don't we all? He, he concluded the post with an emotional apology to Becky G, whom he got engaged to back in December after six years of dating. To Becky, you have been the light in my life, my strength, who has always shown me unconditional love. Instead of honoring that love every day, I have done the opposite, hurting you and disrespecting the one person I love more than anything. I'm so sorry and know that I have to do whatever it takes to earn back the trust and love and love you deserve. So our girl Becky still hasn't um released any comment over the matter and honestly she fucking shouldn't. She should keep her tears for her pillow or her therapist or a close circle of friends. But sis, you don't owe us any comment on being cheated on. That's like fucking weird. Oh, you was cheated on. How do you feel? Like that's none of our business. Hopefully she is in a good space. She keeps shining. She got a couple of new songs out. And that's exactly what I want to do. I want to cut to break and play some Becky G. Everybody get up and dance. If you're listening to Bruno Explains It All Uncut on Spotify, this next song is called Arranca featuring Omega. We are back and I'm telling you guys, if you want the whole experience, I suggest you stop and go to Spotify. There we're going to search Bruno Explains It All Uncut. Not only will you get to listen to the same content that you're listening to now, but you get music from some of my favorite artists. I do take requests from friends and listeners. The episodes include funny polls and questions we can vote and participate in. And yeah, it's really good stuff. It really gives you real like sort of radio station vibe. I definitely listen to that version more often than none when I listen to myself. I barely do, but we do um, quality check and we do play it at least once. 
And so when I do hear snippets of the show, I do prefer to go on Spotify just because we get music and we get sometimes extended segments and things that we can't squeeze into here. We, we, we just throw it in over there. So, yeah, super cool. Everybody follow us on Bruno Explains It All Uncut. And it's only available on Spotify. And finally, what you ladies and gentlemen have been waiting for. It's the battle of the Latin pop stars. Alleged battle, I should say. People, this story is the perfect example as why you can't always believe what you hear. I feel like I've been preaching this about this a lot in my private life lately. You got Shakira singing her heart out in one corner. Then in another corner, you got Thalia, who back in the day was calling the Mexican Madonna. Oh, was that Selena? Anyway, back to where I was going. You got Shakira and Thalia in two different corners. And somewhere behind Thalia, you got the one and only J-Lo chiming in and putting in her two cents. Nobody, nobody at all called J-Lo, but allegedly she had some not nice things to say about Shakira. I say allegedly because I actually don't believe it. But I'm still going to tell you about this viral story that's been taking over TikTok that Thalia technically has debunked, at least from her part in all of this. The past year or so, Shakira has released about three songs, all entailing her experience as a woman, wife, mother, infidelity. They've all been pretty decent songs, highly um, successful for her, very popular, especially the last one that she just came out, the last two. Before we continue the story, I want to play the songs. I'm Bruno Explains It All Cut. Ladies and gentlemen, of course, this is Miss Hips Don't Lie, Shakira. Alright, so we just played two back-to-back Shakira tracks. The first one was Monotania featuring Osuna. And the second song was the Shakira Bizarrap Music Sessions Volume 53, which has taken all over the internet and charts, right? All over the world. It has become an anthem for many. You'd think her peers in Latin music would rally behind her, especially the girls. You know, girl power. We all stick together. Tell us how he cheated. You know, tell us how you're hurting. Because that's what people want to know nowadays. Well, that isn't the case, brothers and sisters, of the Congression. Mexican superstar Thalia, who was dubbed the Mexican Madonna. Again, was she really dubbed the Mexican Madonna? Because I think that was Selena with the bustiers. Take this out of the notes. Anyway, Latin pop and soap star allegedly isn't a fan of Shakira's songs. There's been some viral TikTok video claiming that the psycho bitch made some unkind comments of the Colombian singer's choice in content. I think the song is pathetic and Shakira is a drama queen. I think that if her man left her, it was because he doesn't love her anymore. She should consider herself and not try to be pitiful with that kind of song dedicated to a man who doesn't love her anymore, Thalia allegedly said. Because there is no record of the singer's words, her words are circulating as mere rumor on social media networks. So kitties, before we make rash decisions and start sending Thalia hate mail, take into consideration you did not see or hear her say those things. This is a viral video on TikTok and the person is not even, um, they're not a podcaster, you know, they're not, they're, they're not part of the the news media outlets like who are we working for where did you get this information and then on top of that the video it's very sort of parody it's like almost poking fun at it and they're making fun of Thalia and they're like how do you have the nerve to talk about Shakira when your man's 
Dick doesn't even get up. Talia is married to Tommy Mottola. Tommy Mottola is well past his 50s, 60s probably. I don't know his age. I don't really care to look into it right now. So my point is we have not seen Talia say this. This is the perfect lesson for you pop music fanatics that, again, you cannot believe everything you hear. Shit, nowadays you have to be careful in the stuff you actually see. Things are not always what they appear at first glance. Photo tells you a thousand words. Right? Remember that saying? So you must be asking, where does Jennifer Lopez come into all of this? Right? Stick around, guys, because after this song, we're going to break down what JLo had to say. Because no one, again, no one at all, asked her to chime in in all of this mess. But allegedly, Miss Lopez, Affleck, had a mouthful. Alright, so we are back and we've been talking about the battle of the Latin pop stars, Thalia versus Shakira, right? We opened up and discussed that allegedly Thalia hates Shakira's last few songs that she's released, right? She called her um, desperate. She says um, Thalia, Shakira is pitiful for producing content that way singing about a man who cheated on her singing about a man who doesn't want to be with her anymore right so here comes jennifer lopez and again i have not found any legit article from any media outlet this is a lot of videos of tiktok alleging this so let's paraphrase what tiktok is insinuating jennifer lopez had to say j-lo says she doesn't really know shakira <clears throat> uh well, some people could say the same thing about you or have said the same thing about you, Jenny, from the block. JLo says, I barely know Shakira. I've crossed paths with her several times through our careers. The last major one being the Super Bowl, where Shakira is very calculated and inserts herself into situations where she's not really welcome or invited. JLo insinuates in the same breath that Shakira inserted herself in the Super Bowl performance, a performance that she still feels that she could have strongly carried by herself. So guys, what do you have to say about this whole debacle? Do you actually believe it? You can write your opinions and your thoughts at BrunoExplainsItAll at gmail.com. Alrighty, that's it for this episode. I want to thank you for sticking around to the end. I want to thank you for your continued support. Please, please, please keep streaming, subscribe, follow, comment, share, share, share with all your friends. Let's torture them with my voice. No, I'm joking. Thank you guys for your continued support. This is Bruno and I'm signing off. Bye.